Hi, my name is Eddie Wilson, the founder and owner of Think Realty, the world's largest real estate investment media platform. Also, I own the American Association of Private Lenders, the world's largest aggregation of private lending capital. Each and every week, my life comes in contact with some incredible people. I want to take you on a journey as you get to see behind the scenes and learn more about them. From billionaires to politicians to media moguls and more. I'm going to take you with me behind the scenes for Titan Talk. Get ready for Titan Talk. Titan is one who has the ability to visualize what others cannot see. They have the tenacity to create opportunity where others have failed. And they have the resolve to build empires where once there was merely empty space. Garrett Sutton is exactly that. He is a Titan of asset protection. When it comes to helping you protect yourself legally or your investment assets, he is the one that the nation's top investors call on. He has written books that have sold millions and he has traveled the world making his name as a part of the Rich Dad organization right next to the founder, Robert Kiyosaki. Listen as he gives you the keys to protect your kingdom. Garrett, it's really good to be with you. Thank you so, so much for coming up to the studio. Uh, excited to uh, talk through just your past and where you are, and I know you have so much to offer our, our viewers today. So if you don't mind, um, just take me back. How did you get into law? I mean, how, was it something you desired when you were a child, or how did you come to that place where this was your path? Well, Eddie, my, I grew up in a family. My father was a judge. Okay. And so at the dinner table, I heard stories about people and their experiences. Uh, of course, attorney-client, judge-client privilege yeah. <laughs> was still uh, maintained, no names. Yeah. But I learned about people losing everything hmm. by being a sole proprietor. Instead of being a corporation, they didn't have LLCs back then. So you go to law school and you start down this path of creating a practice specific, more for business law to help people with asset protection. Right. So after that happens, um, most of us in my world know you from your days with Robert Kiyosaki, but <clears throat> there's got to be a path from law school to Robert. I mean, how did, how did that happen? Well, in law school, I played rugby. Okay. And fortunately, uh, Robert loves rugby. Mm -hmm. He was he played for a premier team in Hawaii, the Hawaii Holo uh, Harlequins. Okay. And uh, so when he was interviewing lawyers, it was very helpful the fact that I had played rugby. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so you know that was a fortunate thing for me to become associated with Robert Kiyosaki to be able to write books under the Rich Dad brand sure. uh, has been just terrific yeah. and very satisfying. We go around the country, around the world, talking about financial education. You've been teaching for years and years, written a, a bunch of books and you know uh, helped thousands and thousands of, of investors uh, and business owners. Let's, let's jump into the information that you so eloquently teach from stage, which is the importance of asset protection. Right. Why, why should someone watching care, right? You learn to care as a child listening to your 
father the judge, but why should they care? What, what, what's the importance of this? The same thing could happen to you that happened to in the stories that my dad told me. Mm -hmm. I mean, our society is very litigious. Mm -hmm. People sue each other all the time. And if you don't take steps to protect yourself, you can lose everything. Sure. Uh, now, we're not going to change that system. Mm -hmm. But the system does allow for us to protect ourselves with corporations and LLCs. Mm -hmm. So you need to gather this information, realize that you could lose everything, but by taking some simple steps, you can be much better protected. Uh, a real estate investor's best day is the day he purchases his first asset. It's, it also could be his worst, but maybe not for four or five years down the road. Right. Can you speak to that? Sure can, because so many people will get started and they'll think, I'm, I'm got this down payment, I have these closing costs, I can't afford an LLC. Mm -hmm. And they say, when I get enough money, I'll set up the LLC and transfer title uh, into the name of the LLC. Mm -hmm. Well, in the crush of commerce, you forget to do that, mm -hmm. right? You'll just do it next month or, or next quarter. And you don't do it and a tenant sues. By having the title in the name of the LLC, the tenant can get what's inside the LLC, right? The equity in the house, but they can't get what's outside of it. They can't get your personal assets right. unless they pierce the veil somehow and, mm -hmm. and go after your personal assets. So knowing that, we need to realize that it's important to set the LLC up right at the start. Yeah. Don't wait. It's not expensive to set these up. Yeah. Secondly, we don't want 10 properties in one LLC because the tenant can get what's inside that LLC. If there's equity in 10 parcels, sure. they can get all of it. Yeah. So we just so need to plan appropriately. If your insurance won't cover uh, whatever that loss is, maybe it's a suit from a tenant or whatever that is, then anything inside of that LLC is is open game. It's fair right. game. Right. Um, and, and I know that a lot of real estate investors know that conceptually, but it seems like until they feel the, the pain at least once, you don't get serious about it. I know that my first lawsuit as a landlord has changed my opinion on all of that, you know, but you don't feel quite as, you know, uh, dedicated towards it until you have that one issue. Daddy, we call it the wake up call. Okay. You know, everybody has a wake up call where they realize, oh my gosh, I've got to protect myself. Sure. If a tenant sues you, it's too late to put the property into an LLC. Sure. It, you held it in your name when the accident right. occurred. Right. If you try and transfer the property at the, after the lawsuit's filed, that's called a fraudulent conveyance. Sure. And they can turn it back and have it be in your name. Yeah. So we don't want to, anytime you hear the word fraud in a phrase, you yeah. don't want to do it. Maybe let's give them a quick wake up call. Any, any crazy stories, anything that you've seen that just is like mind blowing over people's losses from a lack of asset protection? Well, Robert Kiyosaki tells the story, a friend of his in Phoenix had a lumber yard mm -hmm. and they were general partners. And, and back in the day, you would operate as a general partner. Sure. You didn't think about being a corporation. Right. So the partner's daughter is driving a truck for the business, mm -hmm. gets in an accident. Robert's friend was not involved in the accident, mm -hmm. but as a general partner, he's responsible for everything that happens. There's no asset protection sure. as a general partner, just like with a sole proprietorship. And so, you know, Robert tells the story, this guy lost everything. Mm -hmm. You know, he lived in a nice house in Scottsdale, gone. Mm -hmm. You know, so you do need to protect yourself. Well, that is scary. A lot of people are using these states, Wyoming, Nevada, Delaware. 
Um, what makes a state better than another? Is it just that they're not uh, disclosing information or is it just the case law that you've studied that they, it's like very few have actually pierced the veil or like what makes them the best when you name them? The well, best? there are a couple of factors and, and piercing the veil is certainly one of them. You want yeah. a, st a state that isn't going to pierce the veil too easily. Mm -hmm. uh, but privacy, Wyoming is great with that. Uh, the charging order protection, uh, even protecting a single member, a one owner of an LLC, Nevada, Delaware, and, and Wyoming compete on that basis. So there are a number of factors to look at, mm -hmm. but in our analysis, when you look at all of them, uh, we do like Wyoming. Okay, that's great. So we've used the term piercing the veil quite right. a bit. And I know you've got a brand new book coming out. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, talk to us about well, the title of the book so everyone can look for it, but then also what is, what's the book about? Well, the book is uh, called Veil Not Fail. So okay. we're talking about the corporate veil and we don't want it to fail. Mm -hmm. if, the, if the veil fails, they can pierce through the corporation, which doesn't have any money, to get at your personal assets. Mm -hmm. So you've set up the corporation or the LLC to be protected, but you don't follow these rules, sure. these easy to follow rules, and a court could say, okay, well, you, Mr. Victim, you haven't followed the rules here, mm -hmm. and we're not going to allow the corporation to protect you. We're going to let the person who has a judgment against you go after your personal assets. Mm -hmm. That is not good. You don't want that to happen. But they pierce the veil in 50% of all cases. Wow. Half Wait the a minute. time. Wait a minute. Hold on. 50% of the cases, they pierce the veil on LLCs? Yep. Wow, that's yeah. staggering. And it is, and it's because not enough people are following these simple formalities. You gotta have meetings mm -hmm. every year. You gotta pay the fees. Mm -hmm. You've gotta have a registered agent, sure. right? You have to use LLC or Inc. on all your paperwork. These aren't hard to follow, but if you don't follow them, they can go right through the corporation to your personal assets. Wow, is there a case where Maybe they don't go after, like my case, where I've got multiple LLCs that all have asset and value in them, where instead of them coming after my personal assets, they go after other assets inside of LLCs that I have running concurrently. If you have a personal judgment against you mm -hmm. and you show that you have no assets, right. it's called reverse piercing, where they say, okay, well, Eddie doesn't have any assets, but his companies do, so sure. we can get at his company. So yeah, we talk about that in the book, wow. reverse piercing. Now, this is also a good strategy for someone, if, if, a, if a person owes you money, mm -hmm. right, and you've sued their corporation and they haven't paid, you can use piercing the veil to your advantage. Okay. So we talk about that in the book. It's a business strategy. So sure. you want to protect your own veil, right. but you may want to get through someone else's veil sure. to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Very, very, and you talk about all of that inside of the book. Right. And that book comes out this year? Yes. Awesome. Very good. And how will they find that book? Uh, it's on Amazon. It's at uh, RDA Press. Uh, okay. So it, it's out there. Very good. Uh, we have an audio book and uh, you know an ebook. Now, talk to me about your practice. So, do you primarily work with real estate investors, like Robert's kind of world, or do you work with all small businesses out there? I mean, and what services do you provide through that practice? Well, we set up and maintain corporations and LLCs in all 50 states. And you know, you can call and get a free 15 minute consultation to see mm -hmm. if we're right for you. Our, our focus is pretty narrow, mm -hmm. just the, the formation and the maintenance. Okay. And again, the maintenance is important because we don't want them to pierce the veil. Right. So we help people maintain their corporations and mm -hmm. LLCs for that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I know that a lot of like my CEPA will, will do a lot of that work as an additional fee, but maybe it's best to have 
a lawyer as well as your CPA, where one is kind of covering this right. you know world and the other is covering the right. other world. Interesting. And so, um, how do they find out about that? Is there a website they can go to? Yeah, corporate corporatedirect.com. Okay. And you can go and it, there's a, a page for scheduling, okay. and you just schedule a 15 minute consultation uh, with one of our incorporating specialists. Yeah. And they'll tell you all the pricing and, and all that we do. And if it's a fit, then we sure. move forward. You've talked a lot about Wyoming. And I know that you and I offline have talked about uh, this product called the Dow. Do you right. mind? I think it's interesting. Uh, do you mind explaining what that is? Sure. Uh, Dow stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. And it's a way for people around the world to use the blockchain technology to conduct business. Mm -hmm. And so if X happens and B happens, and then C will happen, uh, or ABC, you know, if they, if they line up, then the blockchain automatically uh, conducts the transaction. Mm -hmm. um, people had operated their decentralized organizations as general partners. Mm -hmm. And as we discussed, there's a risk there. Sure. And so the state of Wyoming is on a mission to be the best state for blockchain mm. and cryptocurrencies. They've passed a number of laws uh, that favor blockchain technology and cryptocurrency investing. Mm. So they've passed a law that allows a Wyoming LLC to be a DAO to be this decentralized organization. Hmm. And it's kind of interesting because they allow the manager of this Wyoming LLC to be the blockchain, wow. to be AI. So whoever thought that science fiction would come to corporate governance, <laughs> but you know, we have it now. But Wyoming has said in the legislative history, look, if this doesn't work out, tell us what we need to do and we'll make it better. So they're really open sure. to uh, having these uh, kind of innovations with with regard to blockchain. That's interesting. I know so many of my friends and investors that I, the circles I run in are so fascinated by it. And so many of them are building technology for blockchain, but there is, it's, it's such a big, you know, wide open blue space. It's hard to navigate it sometimes. Right. And this is one of those major issues of navigation. Yep. That's really interesting. Um, and so is that something that you plan on offering as a service or you are currently offering as a service under your Practice. Well, we've talked to clients about it, but when they realize that their operating agreement will be public record, uh, they back away. But they're open to listening to what Wyoming's going to do to remedy that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And so you expect that in the near future, maybe some changes are made and that's something that people are taking advantage of. Right. That's great. Yeah. Very good. I know that a lot of people probably come to you for lots of advice, um, but in my world, in the investment world, we always get to the end of the year and we're always trying to maximize our tax deductions, right? Like that's why we're, you know, we're, we're doing all kinds of crazy movement inside of our companies and all, always trying to make sure that it's within line of, of, you know, the IRS standards. But any, any thoughts on, you know, I know you're into a lot of things specific to tax deductions. Any ideas there on getting quick tax deduction? Well, as, as we've discussed, uh, you know, my son's taken over the practice. I'm going to be doing these uh, movie platforms and production. And Section 181 of the IRS code allows for an immediate write-off mm -hmm. of uh, money spent on film production. Sure. So that's a way. I yeah. mean, you could start in November and, and rack up a... <laughs> a bunch of expenses which can be written off in that year. Yeah. Uh, certainly depreciation with real estate, you know all this. Sure. Uh, you know, I think that's real my estate, favorite. Yeah, real estate <laughs> is a great way to, yeah. to gain deductions. Yeah. 
but but it has a long yeah, tail on right. it, right? I mean, I you get into a multifamily asset, you want to force depreciate or cost segregate this. It, it takes you a while, you Correct. know, to realize that potential. Yeah. But film, so and you're into film right now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, investing in films specifically as well as these platforms. Both. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And for the purpose of tax, dedu tax deduction or opportunity for investment? Both. Both? Yeah. Because either way, you, you get a benefit, right? Well, we're doing a documentary right now. Okay. And we started in October, and I've been able to write off everything wow. spent from October through December 31st. Sure. Right then in the year it happened. Yeah. I, I know I have a lot of friends. I haven't ever invested in a, in a film yet, but a lot of friends that I have will invest in films. It's speculative. You know, it's, yeah, it's a, of course. You know, it's, it's like getting into venture capital or something. But the immediate write-off, it's like, why would I not give it to something that has an opportunity for success versus giving it to Uncle Sam, you know? Correct. That's great. Well, and Georgia right here has some great tax advantages for sure. film production. I mean, it's a 30% tax refund wow. if you do it right. That's so great. that's why a lot of film production is going on in Georgia. Yeah, very good. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, obviously you've worked with 10,000 plus real estate investors. What are the mistakes that they make that are most common that you just see all the time that you just wish that they wouldn't make them? Well, Eddie, the first mistake they'll make is they'll set up an LLC thinking they're protected, but they won't transfer title mm. into the name of the LLC. You form the LLC, you've got a second step, which is sure. to transfer title into the name of the LLC. Mm -hmm. The other mistake they make is they figure they've set everything up, they don't have to do anything more. You've gotta pay the annual fees, you've gotta pay your registered agent, mm -hmm. you've gotta do the annual minutes so they sure. don't pierce the veil on you. Right. Hmm. So those are some common mistakes that people make. I see it all the time. With all the reporting that they have to do annually, I know you said earlier that there's some additional reporting that you know the government might be requiring. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Sure. In 2022, they have this new reporting requirement under the Corporate Transparency Act. And the idea is they want information on everybody who owns an LLC or a corporation. And they want your name, date of birth, uh, residence address or personal address and an ID number, be it a passport or a driver's license number, for every beneficial owner of 25% or more of every LLC and corporation in the country. Wow. So you need to make this filing to the U.S. Treasury Department in 2022 and then every year thereafter. So it's a huge reporting requirement. We're gonna help our clients with it, but I wish the Treasury Department wouldn't do it because this is a massive amount of reporting sure. that's gonna have to go on. Yeah, very detrimental. Yeah. So with all of that, um, are there fines, are there issues if you don't comply, if I don't? I mean, I've got, I've got tons of LLCs, you know, for right. me personally, this seems like it's gonna be a real big hassle. And what are the fines? The fines are significant. If you fail to report, the fine can be $500 a day. If you willfully misreport or don't provide the information they want, the fine is $10,000 and up to two years in prison. Wow. Now, if someone hacks the database, which you know they will, the fine is five years in prison. 
So these are some significant penalties associated with this. It means the government wants this information from you. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, with all that you've been talking to me about today, you know, sometimes I think I have it all under control, but how important it is to have someone like you and your company as a part of your real estate team, just to keep you protected and, and make sure you're you know, not putting yourself in harm's way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Garrett, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you for being a, a titan of asset protection. Um, I know my audiences, both Think Realty and the American Association of Private Lenders, you know, will glean from your wisdom. And you know, I appreciate someone like you who's been at this for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Um, spending time with us and giving back to this community. Uh, it's my honor and privilege to, to interview you today and to get to know you. And uh, thank you so much for giving to our audience. Thank you, Eddie. The pleasure's been mine. Yeah, very good. Thank you so much. Thanks. Greatness is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. Garrett Sutton has shown us that you achieve Titan status not by claiming it, but by leaving behind a body of work. For over 20 years, Garrett has traveled the world teaching people asset protection. And he has shown that hard work and perseverance truly does pay off. And that is why Garrett is our titan of asset protection.